This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle, Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Hello and welcome back to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn. And today, I'm super excited, we have spirit medium Daniel Jackson with us today. Daniel has been gifted with the ability to communicate with archangels and spirit. With this information, he guides and assists others to fulfill their spiritual path. Daniel loves call-in segments where people can ask him questions on the air, which we don't, we're not doing today, but maybe we will at some point in the future. Yeah. Sure. His main goal is to teach people about their reason for existence and to help them to become a better version of themselves. It is with this intent that he operates out of a spirit of passion. Daniel has been able to help many people in finding their true path with amazing results. He takes extreme pride in his ability to unanswered questions. So I'm so excited to chat with you. Yeah, I try to answer all the unanswered questions and people usually have some, uh, some strange questions. And I find that uh, when I do readings for people, uh, it becomes a very intimate situation where they will ask me questions or talk to me about things that they normally wouldn't tell even their own spouses because sometimes it is a, a little bit, uh, uh, takes them back a little bit or a little bit uh, embarrassing. So I've heard it all, but I worked sure. in prison for six years, so I've heard it all anyway. Oh, wow. So where did <clears throat> this start for you? Have you been connected forever? Um. Yes, but unknowingly, I, I've seen spirit ever since I was three years old, but my whole family at that point was seeing them because we lived in a town that had a little battlefield next to us, and, and they had a, a little hospital in there, which was a, a Hessian spot. My, my sister actually called me a couple of months ago and told me that they, they did a big dig over there, and they found a massive, massive grave. And of course, you know, and during a battle, you're not going to just bury one person at a time, so... Uh, but uh, yeah, my whole family was seeing them at that home, all kinds of experiences. My sister looking into a mirror to get ready for school. My mom walked up, and when they turned around and looked back at the mirror, there was a woman standing there in a colonial outfit. Uh, oh, wow. To, <clears throat> yeah, to a point where uh, my brothers and I were downstairs watching TV, and this was back in the 70s upstairs and second floor up, my sister's record player turned on. But not only, I mean, that's when you put a record on, you need to flip the switch and right. drop the record. It, it wasn't doing that. That wasn't the crazy part. The crazy part was it was switching records. So it would take a record off and put another one on. So, But you, you as I explained to people um, throughout my life, as experiencing these types of things all the time on a regular basis, you know, radios and, and, uh, and glasses moving and all those types of things, it's like when you're when you're a, when you're a kid and your parents feed you green beans and then 30 years later you love green beans. Why? Because you get used to it. Right, totally. Yeah. <clears throat> People don't think you can get used to to that, but I mean they they weren't harmful what's, whatsoever. So uh 
But uh, I experienced those things all the way throughout my entire life. I mean, even past when my parents and I moved from New Jersey to Delaware um, when I was 17, uh, the only thing that changed at that point was no one else was seeing them anymore. It was just me. Um, So, And then I just kept seeing it like, I remember being in bed. I was uh, playing in a rock band. I had the, you know, I had the big hair. You know, it was back in the eighties. I had zebra stripes spandex to prove it. And uh, yeah, I, I thought I looked cool, but not so much. But uh, <clears throat> but I was laying in bed when I came home from a gig, and then something laid down next to me. And it happened like three or four times in a row. And I kept looking around. And then that fifth time, when I rolled over to see what it was, whatever was there picked up the blanket and, and brought it up to the ceiling and shook it above me. And then it, it dropped it on top of me. Uh, and then for uh, two years after that, Jamie, I slept on the couch downstairs because I was scared <laughs> shitless. But uh, <clears throat> but uh, but those types of things that just again that just occurred all the time throughout my entire life. Uh, it wasn't until I was fifty, right before I turned fifty, about six months, that my wife had gone away on vacation for two weeks, and uh, for those two weeks, I saw everything you could think of that was in a scary movie going on in my house. You know. Green oh, and wow. red mist. Yeah, green and red mist pouring out of the walls with skulls coming out with red eyes and fangs and seven-foot skeletons walking around the house. And, and I saw this cloud that would come out of the corner of the room. It'd be red, then the next day green, and the next day blue, the next day orange. And then after that, it'd be red with black stripes, green with black stripes, blue with black stripes. So it was, it was just a lot was going I I saw the, the this guy I, I heard about on Google later on called the, uh, the Hat Man. Uh, he appeared in my basement, so um, <clears throat> but I see him on a regular basis now, so I, I know why he's actually here. He's not actually in spirit; he's actually from another dimension. But uh, just talks to me. But uh, so what happened yeah. when your wife came back from vacation? Oh, she told me about her adventures, and then I told her about mine. Um, she uh, she was <laughs> she's a registered nurse, and she uh, she figured because I'm diabetic, maybe medicine was causing me some type of psychosis but about three days after she was back she started seeing some of the same things and then and then we proceeded forward you know because I had it was I'm used to it so much but I was seeing so much at one time it was just there's something that had to be go along with it so we sought out help and and uh, I mean we did all the other things you know we put crosses around a room and that doesn't work. And and uh, <clears throat> we put salt around the room. You know what that does? Makes your room salty. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do anything. Um, you know, we were we were burning, uh, doing the burning, the sage and all this stuff. Now, with that, um, what people don't understand is it, as long as you're putting the good intention out, that's what's going to help you. Uh, but, but just burning the sage isn't really going to do anything because you have to remember – that these are beings that no longer need a body anymore. They are they have moved on from having a body. They are just in pure energy now. So they don't have uh, a body. They don't have a set of lungs. They don't sleep. They don't eat. They don't breathe. And they don't smell. So they're not going to smell what you're burning. The only thing that you're going to do at that moment is you're going to set off your fire alarms. Because if this was not the case, then don't you think all the forest fires in the world would make all the negative energies go away? They haven't because they can't. So, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> there's a lot That's of, a there's, a lot of bullshit. there's unfortunately a lot of bullshit that goes along with this uh, with this business and and that's another thing that I talk about with people is I try to uh, bring out the bullshit so they realize oh I never thought of that yeah because yeah. Because there's a lot of people out there just trying to make money off of people you know because oh you know, I know that's yeah. it, that that part enrages me <clears throat> I'm like 
No, yeah, for yeah. $222, they're yeah. not going to fix a curse. Like, no. that's just stupid. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it's just just kind of, uh, I, I see so many, I come in contact with a lot of mediums who just are not mediums. And, uh, and they hate it when I, when I, uh, when I, when I out them because I do, because I don't stand for bullcrap. So, uh, but so, uh, yeah, I was seeing all this stuff and then, uh, we had a, a paranormal group come to the house. I mean, they, 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 uh, they get the, you know, they showed up on my lawn and I was like, you know, with their van and I was, and stuff. And I was like, the, th- the, what I thought of was that moment was with their little insignia. I don't want to be this kind of famous. Because then all my neighbors are going to think, you know, maybe a poltergeist is going on in the house next to them, and, and that was going to freak them out. Unfortunately for them, it was. So, <laughs> but you know, just the way it is. So, uh, so yeah, they came in and did all kinds of tests. The, one of the tests that was really strange was they used a, this thing called a spirit box, where they turn it on and energy goes in, yeah. and speaks out words and stuff. So they had me laying in my bedroom pretending I was asleep because I had a lot of activity going on everywhere, but a lot in the bedroom because we keep it blacked out. My wife's a nurse and she wants to be able to sleep during the day, so we keep it blacked out. And uh, they come in and then they turn that box on and it starts spitting out words, Wendy, Michael, Paul, Helen, uh, unique energy light special. And one time it said the word road, like a street said road in that computer voice, and then a car went, mm right past my house and I was like I'm just laying there going what the heck you know and then and then they started asking questions here's where it got real because they asked questions for 10 minutes and it answered them every single time but it was different like one of the questions they asked they said are you here to harm Daniel and then that computer voice had said no we are not here to harm Daniel we love Daniel we love Daniel's light Daniel is the light when it says oh, Daniel, wow. yeah, when it says Daniel was the light, I was like, "What the heck is that supposed to mean?" <laughs> and they did this for ten minutes, and then they go out of the room. I mean, they they were taking pictures of me walking around the house, and every time it was a picture of just me or me with someone, there was always fifteen or twenty light orbs completely surrounding me. But if it was somebody else, there was nothing. I mean, they had little boxes uh, with little wires and lights on it, and they set them up by the doorways. I would mm-hmm. walk past them, and they all went bloop and lit up. I turn around and look at them. They're looking at me like, we don't know. They walk through, nothing. Right. Every, time, every single time. It's, it's just going on with me. And I was like, this is crazy. So when they went out of the bedroom with that spirit box, I go out there, and I see my wife, and they're all huddled up. And I said, what's going on there? She's like, oh, I don't know. They're talking about something. I was like, and they turn around. I said, hey, so did, I'm all excited. Did you get that? Did you see? Because the the best part of them coming to the house was now I had proof that I'm not crazy. These people picked up on all this stuff and they witnessed it all. And they they were just, you know, there there was one where uh, the guy said, hey, let's go in the closet. We go in there. He gets, he, within a second, he's like, oh, I'm going to sick. I'm going to get thrown up. He runs out of my closet. I run out. I say, you okay? And he goes, yeah, I feel better now. He goes, how come you didn't get sick? I don't know, buddy. Because <laughs> they love Daniel. You're the expert. You tell me, you know. But, uh, but uh, yeah, they, tur- they turn around from that spirit box thing. And, and I said, that was great to get all that information. And they said, well, yeah, Mr. Jackson, but there's an issue with that. And I was like, what do you mean, issue? I mean, it didn't tell- sound bad. It sounded like good stuff. He said, yeah. He said, well, the problem is with the spirit box. I said, why? He said, 
well, whenever we turn it on, we can get a couple of words and spit it out. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. He goes, it never says sentences. It says sentences for 10 minutes, Mr. Jackson. There's something different there. And I was like, okay. So uh, they they got all this information, and they were like, okay, we're going to leave you some prayers. And he gave me this bottle with the spray bottle with water in it. And I said, what's that? He goes, oh, that's holy water. You know what that is? That's a water, that's a bottle of water. That's what that <laughs> then do shit. So uh, so uh, so they leave. They said we'll be back in two weeks for a big reveal. Three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks. I finally get a hold of them and I said, When are you gonna come back to the house? He said, We're not. I said, Why not? He said, I can't get the team together. He said, once we got on your front lawn, everybody quit. Really? I said, what, I said, what do you mean? He said, yeah. He said, they're too afraid to go back in your house. He said, I said, will you come back? He said, no, I don't feel comfortable coming back in your house. He said, he said, you know, Mr. Jackson, whenever we do these, uh, we do these uh, exploratory things, we, we get a little bit of information here and there. He says, but we don't get that kind of information from one house like we got at yours. It usually takes 10 or 15 homes to get all that. I said, okay. So he said, I don't know what to tell you from here. I was like, well, I know one thing. You're not helping me, so I got to go find some help. Right. <clears throat> so I, I sought out mediums, and I, and I found five of them. None of them knew each other. Every one of them I spoke to told me the same story about me. That's when I knew that there's something happening here. One of them in particular wanted me to come to her show, and I said just that she said she wanted to show me how I, she does it, and I was like, okay, so I go. And I didn't tell her I was coming. The creep, it was cre so it got creepy, okay? Because I mean, I, I knew all this. I didn't know what was going on. And I, me and my wife walk into the room, and she's across the room, and she eyes me up and sees me walk in the room and, wa and follows me in as I walk through the room and sits down. And I was like, so to my wife, I was like, man, that was creepy. What, what's up with that? You know. So uh, she does the show. She explains how she does everything. She she reads eight people. One of the people was me. The second one, uh, spirit came through, who said his name was Robert, and Bob, also goes by Bob. He wears white t-shirts and a flannel shirt, but also a business suit. And he passed away because he fell down. And I said, I raised my hand. I said, Yeah, that's me. I said, My name's my dad's name was Bob, and he passed away because mm -hmm. he fell down. He wore white t-shirts and in a business suit, and she said, now he's showing me a prison bar, it looks like, and a school bus, and uh, and somebody wearing a stethoscope. I said, yeah, that's me. I went to school for medical records, and now I work in prison. So, And then she said something about uh, uh, when he passed away. Who is Sarah? I said, Sarah, I have a niece. She said, no, Sarah, who had to make the big decision? And that's when it struck me hard, because my, my mom's middle name is Sarah, and she's the one who had to pull the plug. Oh, so so at the end of the show, my wife and I walked down and I and this was weird. It's weird, too. So we walked down and I'm talking. I, I walk up. I said, hi, my name's Daniel. And she said, oh, you're the guy I talked to on the phone a couple of weeks ago. I said, yeah. She said, yeah, I didn't know you were coming, but uh, I'm glad you're here. I said, I said, yeah, me, too. I've really learned a lot. She said, oh, no, you know, you haven't learned anything, buddy. She said. <laughs> and, and then she said to me, like a school teacher to like a seven year old kid. I want you to wait till everybody leaves until, and then you and I need to have a conversation. And I was like, oh my God. You know? Like, oh shit, what did I do this Yeah, time? like, what did I do now, you know? And she said, well, if you notice, I saw you walk into the room. I said, yeah, my wife and I thought you were, that was a little creepy. She said, because I see you the same way that spirit sees you. And this is a general way with all spirits. Spirit, so spirit sees us, they see our bodies, 
but they just see the frame, okay? And then they see a light inside of you, and that's your soul. Mm -hmm. And that's what she said. She said, I, they see a light inside of you, and that's your soul, and some lights are brighter than others. I said, oh, okay. She said, not you, man. I said, what do you mean? She said, I don't, I don't even see your, your body. I said, okay. She said, all I see is a super bright white light. It looked like a ball of light. She like said, a blinding light. Yeah, she said, I, I would describe you as being like a, a beacon of light. And she says, I know you have an ability to see spirit. And I said to her, I said, lady, you have no idea. It's like being in a room with a thousand people, except nobody leaves and more just keep coming in. Right. And uh, she said, yeah, <clears throat> you can see them, but they're coming to you. And I was like, why would they be coming to me? She said, because they want your help. I said, how can I help them? She said, well... That's something you're going to have to figure out a little bit. I said, like how? She said, you're going to have to have a sit-down talk with God or a higher power, whichever you want to call him. And I was like, and and say what? She said, well, you got to decide whether or not you're going to move forward with this because you have this, but you're 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 what I you know you're untrained. I said, okay. And she said, uh, you got to decide if you're going to move forward with it. And if you do, she says, I, I bet you some things are going to change. And I said. All right, so my wife and I left, and we went home and talked about it, and then I said to my wife, you know, I guess I got to go to the bedroom and have a talk with God. I said, and my wife puts a lot of things into perspective for me, and she's, I said, how do I do that? She said, how do you talk to God any other time? Okay? I mean, how, how, how can you talk to God however you want to? You don't need to go to some big white building with 50 other people trying to be the best Christian and, and talk to God. Exactly. So, you know, so your wife is a brilliant woman. She is. Yeah. Good looking too. So, uh, she, so I go in there, I sit down and I just kind of do it this way. I just said, you know, God, if this is what you want me to do, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do whatever you need me to do. You know, I'll, I'll do it 150%, whatever you want. I said, as long as you can help me with this, because I don't know what to do. And, and he, I, I said, so if, if you want me to help these these souls coming through, or or just regular people, I'll I'm your guy. And so, I walked out of the room and and uh, told my wife, and uh, and then the very next day everything changed, and I stopped seeing, you know, all the scary stuff. Uh, and then I started asking for things, and I, I wanted to see faces more, you know, because I, I would see mostly a lot of skulls floating around and, and clouds and all this other stuff. And uh, <clears throat> now I see faces. But I figured so out. How do you think? How How do you think, think things would have been different had you chosen not to go this path? It would have just faded away. They. I, I believe that they they were showing me all this stuff all all of a sudden for one that those few moments before I turned fifty, and it had something to do with me turning fifty. But uh, uh, they showed me all this stuff because I believe that they were testing me to see if I would move forward with it. Because I've seen it throughout my entire life so much that it didn't really bother me. I mean, some of the moments were a little freaky, but uh, <clears throat> but what isn't? But uh, they were showing me to see if I was going to do something with it. Um, and I just, as the, at that meet, one medium told me, she said, I know you don't want this to go away. I said, no, it's been my entire life. It's been a part of my life. Yeah. You know, I've always been around people who said, Hey, can you feel something? And cause they knew about, you know, cause our family and stuff like that. And, and they knew I could pick up on things, but, uh, 
But if if I had not, I I think I I kind of felt like I was always missing something in my life, and I always I I needed to help people, but I just didn't know how or or, or why. Uh, and when this happened, I just felt like this is what I need to do. And then I I almost felt in another way that I couldn't pass this off to someone else. If they were bringing it to me, there's there's got to be some big reason for it. So, yeah, if I had not done this, I mean, before I was this, I was in a not-so-nice motorcycle club. Uh, not that I was a horrible person, but I was just in that lifestyle. I, I was... Yeah. I was just a, a regular guy going to work and, you know, who saw ghosts once in a while, but, <laughs> uh, but didn't know why. But uh, I'm, I'm glad I chose this path. I'm, I'm glad I, I moved forward with it because I get to help people every single day that I, I, that I see anybody. Sometimes, I mean, I, I do, yeah, I do charge for readings. I don't charge that much. It's, I, if I do a... Um, uh, in home reading, it's 120 bucks, and if you're at my house for three or four hours, I don't care, because what's important to me is that you they get the message, they get the they get the help that they needed, the uh, peace and clarity that they needed to to move on with their lives. But uh, and or if I do one online, you know, on a on a Zoom type thing, you know, it's 100 bucks, and so the last one I did was three hours long. So so. But that's what's important for me to, to help as many people as I can. But uh, well, that's a lot of energy that you're infusing <clears throat> into the people that you're helping. Well, there's a reason why. <laughs> so when she said that uh, I'm a beacon of light, um, she wasn't kidding. Um, because she said the spirit was coming to me because she said that they feel as though that I am the light into heaven. And I was like, what? <laughs> how, how does that happen? I'm, I said, and I, I didn't understand things. I said, I'm a human body. You know, she said, you know, but it's your soul. They see your soul. And, and your soul is so bright. She said, she pointed up to the lights in the ceiling. She said, that's what you look like. I was like, so uh, I was eventually able to, with the help of some other people, I that first year was, man, it was just so tough. I couldn't. I was looking for every bit of help I could find, but I eventually yeah. met a woman who was doing an intuition group, and then she put together this group of mediums, <clears throat> and she invited me. When I got there, I walked into the room, and, and every one of them, went, they all looked at me and went, <gasps> and I was like, what? <laughs> and, 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 they, and, and they said, oh, my God, your energy, turn it down. I said, I don't, I don't know how to turn <laughs> it down. I'm, so, I'm new to this. I don't know what to do. So um, I, I met with them once a month for, for a year, and uh, they, I, I found out I could do lots of things that I didn't know, but I was getting messages, and I mean, I'm not just like, like just getting, I hear voices all the time, and so, I mean, I had an issue this morning where I woke up out of bed, and I had like 20 spirit just walking past me and talking to me. One woman said, you know, you could have blessings as much as you want, you know. And I said, I already have blessings inside of me, lady. I, I crossed spirit over. She was like, oh. And then she just walked away. I was like, where are you going? You know, but, but it was kind of crazy. They just come up and say things to me all the time. And But uh, through that group, I found out. So 
I know that everyone has spirit guides. And right. Spirit, and I found out through talking to mine that spirit guides are just people who have crossed over, who fulfilled their purpose. And then because they fulfilled their purpose, if they wanted to come back and help somebody, they can. So that's so that's why they do it, because because these souls who have crossed over, they when, when you the willingness to want to cross over will wash away all the pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, and all that stuff that you had inside of you, and all those feelings that you learned how to have here because you didn't come into this world with it. I mean, you wake up in a baby body and going, wah, and you got two people above you going, I'm your mom and dad. You're going, I don't know who the fuck you are, but okay. <clears throat> and, and then it's they raise you. Yeah, they raise you, and then they tell you all the lies and bullshit that the world wants you to know because they don't want you to know the truth, and then they wash away all that stuff. They throw a bucket of bleach over top of you and wash it all away from you. But uh, they were... Uh, the, from from them, they were telling me all these things, and I, I learned how to communicate with them. I found out that I was I was actually being touched on my face uh, by oh. them, and I always felt I was like, man, this freaking bug is keeps landing on my face. It's not; it was them. So they actually touched me on my face. I get touches. I get a touch here. It goes. It feels like blood dripping across my face, and that's a yes. And then when Super I get a no, cool. it feels like a tear running down my face. In the very beginning, it started out with two, and I had two main spirit guides who were named Helen and Manos. My spirit guides are archangels. They're not men with wings. They don't have shields and a sword. They're not fighting a battle in heaven. I mean, I mean, even in, with biblical stuff, because that's a bunch of crap anyway, why <laughs> would they uh, be fighting a battle in heaven with demons because demons are all in hell? So who would they be fighting? Nobody. Okay, so it's, it's all bullshit anyway. So uh, it was Helen and Manos. That was it. Now it's 40. I get 40 different touches. How do you keep track of all those? Um, Helen, Raphael, uh, Lucifer, Jesus, Manos, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, Amenadiel, Israel, Mezekim, Michael, Paul, Jacob, Daniel, Laziel, Ezekiel, Richard, John, Nicholas, Angela, Joshua, jo Jonas, Jonah, uh, Jeremiah, Jerome, uh, uh, Jonathan, Ophelia, Arthur, uh, 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 yeah. So uh, it's 40 of them. <laughs> wow, that's really impressive. Every single night when I go to bed, I say thank you to them, and I talk to them. And, and they are always touching my face all the time to the point now in the very beginning, you know, when they, when they started coming in with this stuff, I would get some thoughts in my mind. I mean, I was driving in my truck one time just talking to myself because who doesn't? And I said something to myself, and then I got an answer, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, I wasn't <laughs> even talking to you guys. And, and, and I got a no. And I said, what do you mean no? I said, I said, am I never alone? And they said, no. No. You're always here? Yes. I mean, I even see them during the daytime where when I'm walking around, I thought it was because it was in the summertime one time I saw steam coming up. No. I see this little, if you ever see somebody smoking a cigarette and little petals of smoke come off the cigarette. Yeah. I see that here all day. I see it when I'm standing here looking at you. This is what's going on the whole time. And that's what they look like in, in the daytime. But in the nighttime, I actually see them and what they actually look like. Most of them don't look human. That's so fascinating. Um, when I see them, they look like eight-foot prey mantises standing in my room. Really? And, and, how many spirit, and how many of these archangels do I have with me? All of them. And it's not 14. There's thousands of them. Archangel Michael does not look like a man standing there with a with purple coming off of him. I see him, he shows me as his true form. He, he looks like a hybrid of a moose and a horse. He's got this big wide head. He's got these two eyes that look like wolf eyes and they're kind of brown looking. 
and he's got this floppy ears and this long body with this short hair on it. That's that's fascinating. They 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 show people a certain thing sometimes so that you can recognize it. Right. But because of me being me, they show their true selves to me. I see them standing around me with their big giant bug eyes and their arms and tentacles and stuff and touching me and I feel little cold touches along my skin. And the reason they're doing that is because they work on my soul a lot so that I can see them and hear them and, and communicate with them a lot better. But the reason yeah. why all this is happening is because that lady was right that they tell me, when you pass away, what's going to happen to you, Jamie, is you're going to wake up out of your body. You're going to stand up. You're going to look down and see your body and say, guess I don't need that anymore. You'll take a step to the left. You'll look to the right. A light's going to turn on for you. That's her personal light because you have been here. I'm, being, I'm asking them a question. They're telling me the answer. I'm confirming the answer, and then they're touching me for the answer. And you've been here 28 times. So you're on life number 28. You've had 27 other lifetimes, meaning you've had 27 other sets of moms and dads, brothers and sisters, dogs and cats. Oh, you've had 27 other astrological signs that mean absolutely horseshit because it only has to do with your body and not your soul because your soul isn't born under stars. Your soul is just created. So... Uh, so that, but that's what happens for you. You will, you will rise up out of your body. You'll either walk into that light or you don't. If you don't, you remain here as an earthbound spirit. There's no hell. There's no purgatory. There's no one being tortured. There may be somebody walking around with horns and a tail, but he's not torturing anybody. It's just that's what he looks like, where he comes from. Because if you think this is the only place with people in it, I see everything, dogs, cats, horses, cows, fish, people, and other beings from other places mm -hmm. all the time. So uh, you'll rise up. You'll go. Maybe you'll cross over. Maybe you won't. It's your choice. You don't have to ask, okay? And you just, you're just going. No, no asking for forgiveness. None of that bullshit. That's all. You know, that's all told you to told to you by the people who want to tell you how to live your life the way they want you to live it, and give them ten percent. And how did they know about ten percent? Those people who wrote those books and scrolls, because they were kings and queens. That's how. They're they're liars. That's all they are. So uh, you walk in and you go. And then if you have to come back, you come back. That's it. You just come back. And the reason you have to come back is because we don't fulfill our purpose enough. So you come back. My soul doesn't do that. My soul, it's been here since the beginning. And when, it, when the body dies that it's in, another body is automatically born because it needs to. It's planned. And it just leaves one body and goes into the next. So when that lady told me, she says it thinks the spirit think that I'm just light into heaven. She wasn't kidding. That's what my guides have told me, that I am a light into heaven. There's only one. No other medium has it. It doesn't need to be. It just needs to be one light that all spirit can see. But not only see, they can see it, they can hear it, they can feel it. They hear it by when I'm ever I'm talking. Is Even as I'm talking now, they can hear me. Now, they can hear everybody else in the world, but they like to tune that out because it becomes static after a while. But they have to be able to hear this all the time so they know where to go. And then they can see that light all the time so they know where to go. So when I absolutely say this, I absolutely mean this. I am the light into heaven. That's why I'm here. But this is my last time because this place is coming to an end. We have about 311 more years, but it is coming to an end. Super it's super interesting. And I know you have a book um, that, that you've published. So tell us a little bit about that book. Sure. Um, 
The book is right on the front of the cover. It's a, a silhouette of a man walking into a bright white light. Me. And it's called, it says Daniel Jackson on top. And it's called The New Beginning, My Awakening as a Spirit Medium. And it's, it's the whole story of how all this happened to me and for me um, from a chronological order from the time when I was three years old all the way up until August of last year. That's when I wrote the book. Um, I, I, the reason I, I wrote the book is because I, when I meditate, they show me messages in like cartoon form or uh, in like a movie form. And they showed me this cartoon of a man w who looked similarly like me, but he was wearing this robe and he was writing on these scrolls. And I, I can talk to them like I, I'm talking right now and I can say it out loud and I, can, I still get everything. And um, I don't have to sit there and go, oh, because that's a bunch of crap. So, uh, so I, I, I see them <laughs> and I said, I said, well, what's he writing something? And then they showed me a piece of paper. And I had my handwriting on it. And I said, what, do you want me to write a book or something? And, they, and then I heard in my mind, yes. And I was like, oh, what am I going to write about? And I heard you. So, okay. But they also said, we're going to bring you some messages. We want you to write them down. And we want you to put this at the end of the book. And I was like, okay. So life kind of got in the way. And then when I was finally able to do that, that's when they brought the messages. Now, here's the crazy part. So I write the whole book. I'm not a writer. I mean, my, my, my grammar sucks, okay? Uh, but I have a friend who was a, an editor who was also a medium who was also in that group, put, every, put this book together for me. She turned it into a book. Her name's Lana McCarr, and uh, she, she's awesome. And uh, so she turned it into a book, but when I turned in everything, at the end I turned in those 25 messages, and she said none of them had to be edited. And I said, oh, wow. That's because it came from a perfect place. Yeah. Yeah. You were just so the channel. Yeah. So absolutely. And, and that's what all of us are, really. We're just we're, we're just the channel. We're just the conduit for, for messages to, to receive and to give, you know. I mean, again, that's why I don't charge a whole lot of money because, I mean, this was this is not something that was given to us. You know, this comes through with your soul every single time. And sometimes you you wake up to it and sometimes you don't. Apparently, they say I have woken up to this every single time. So, oh wow, that's yeah. quite a ratio. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. When I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> but uh, and I, I know my soul's tired because they, they say I've, I've been here like over twenty three thousand times. So, um, so yeah, the, the it's the, the the story is it's it's a pretty good story. I read it. I thought it was pretty cool. You know, but <laughs> but that's just me. And uh, I know people who have read it. Uh, They've read it. They, they've ordered the book from Amazon. I mean, I have a, I think there's like ten reviews on there. They're all five star reviews from people I don't know. So, <laughs> it's good. But it's the yeah. end of the book, the chapter twelve. It's called the basics, and these are twenty five channeled messages from my spirit guides, archangels. This is what God wants us to do, to try to help us to become better people, and to help other people to become better people, which in turn would help us to become better people, to get our to get our act together, to straighten this place out. Because if you notice, you look around, we're not doing very good. We're always at war with each other. We're always trying to fight each other. We're always trying to say I'm better than you or, you know, or I need more money than you or you're just a piece of crap or something like that. We're always trying to do that when we don't have to. But unfortunately, you know, religion, government, all that stuff, they taught us to do this. 
They want us to keep us, they, they, want us, they want us to segregate ourselves from ourselves when there's actually no difference among any of us. Because just like you with everyone else, you have something in common with everyone else as, as you have in common with me. Eventually, we're all going to die. We do. The body dies. But the soul moves Right. On. But you have something in common with everyone else. I mean, you're here 28 times, you know, so you have to return home. And that's the thing. You've returned home 27 times. And here's what you have in common with everyone else. There's seven and a half billion people in this world. Everyone you see around you, they've all went home and, and went to heaven. They all had to come back, just like you. Yep. And what, and what does that tell us if you have to keep coming back all the time? That we're all equal. We need to yeah. see that. We're all equal. We need well, to stop this crap of hating on each other and get back to what we're supposed to be doing. Love. That's beautiful. And I think that's the perfect message to leave our audience with. So I, so. I invite everyone who's listening to check out Daniel's book. It's called The New Beginning. And we will include links to that. And we'll also include a link to Daniel's website. All right. Well, I want to say thank you to you and our listeners. And we'll see you next week on Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. Peace and badass magic. Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 